So today we're talking to Eric. Hi, Eric. Hello, Jesk. How are you doing? All right. Uh, Eric is a software engineer at NewBank, and he's a maintainer of LSP or Closure LSP, but I think there's a bit more there that you maintain. Um, so we try to focus the discussion on this. Um, so when it comes to LSP, where do we start? You can start uh, checking the how the LSP protocol works. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably there are some basic explanations that are um, that is a client and a server. So the client you can think uh, in your editor. Mm-hmm. So the editor need to communicate with a server that is just another program running somewhere else, uh, somewhere else probably mm-hmm. your machine. Yeah. And, and that's it. All right. And what is LSP? Like why it has been created? How does it help with anything? Yeah. LSP was created by Microsoft back on 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they created this when they were creating the Visual Studio Code Editor. Mm-hmm. And they just realized how they would need to create a lot of um tools and features for a lot of languages that other editors already have. So they they just thought just thought we can create a new protocol or a standard where new editors and new languages can follow and we should not change anything more than mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. All right. So the LSP is a standard that describes how a certain editors can interact with the server that you describe. So you can have some powerful features for the end users. So some kind of like code completion or? Yeah, there there are completion. There is the go-to definition, find references, code alliances. And there are some servers that has that have the specific features for uh, those languages we mm-hmm. can for example, the closure has the resolve macro feature where you can say how the editor should see this macro. So mm-hmm. it's something specific for closure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So you mentioned a bit about the architecture, the server and the client. So the server is something that would be implemented as part of the library. And then the editor will do some kind of binding connection to the server and will allow those features to work. Yeah, the server, the communication between the two are just JSON. So they send and receive JSON. Mm-hmm. Uh, the client is re- responsible for spawning the process. So when you, for example, enter in a closure buffer or open a new closure project, the client in this case, the editor is responsible for spawning the closure uh, LSP server process, and the server uh, should analyze the whole project and report to the client following the LSP standard. Right. So I guess if you ever started Calva, uh, or if you started recently after it supports the LSP, you would see this .lsp folder. Yeah. And this, this is, is mm-hmm. this is specific for Closure LSP. Mm-hmm. It's where Closure LSP save the cache uh, and configurations. So, for example, when you 
uh, open a new project with Calva. Calva automatic, automatically spawns the Clojure SP process, and Clojure SP starts scanning all, the whole process, the whole project, more mm -hmm. the uh, and the, the external dependencies. So. Mm -hmm. Clojure SP use uh, under the hood CLJ Condo, which is a really good library for analyzing Clojure code since it produces analysis, not only linting stuff, but analysis of the code mm -hmm. where Clojure SP can use for almost uh, all features. So Clojure SP first uh, get the whole class path of your project and send to CLJ Condo. Uh, saying scan this project and get me the analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably the most uh, expensive process for closure uh, for closure SP. So we save this in, in a cache that is this LSP folder. Mm -hmm. For next next starts, we we don't need to reanalyze the whole project. Mm -hmm. So if, uh, like, as a user, I would normally not be involved in actually setting up, like, any kind of server or any kind of connection, this would be always something implemented by an editor, right? Yeah, uh, this is what users, this is probably the, what we try to offer to users, but um, for some editors, this is not really simple. Mm -hmm. For example, for Emacs, we... Emacs doesn't has uh, doesn't have this server built-in, so uh, LSP mode needs to download this uh, and install on your machine. Uh, LSP mode has this automatic installation feature, but other editors may don't uh, don't have this. Mm -hmm. um, for example, Calva has mm -hmm. CoreSP built-in, mm -hmm. uh, but check the version when running, if there is a more recent version. So as far as I know, this is how it works. And so you, users that use Calva doesn't need to know that a Clojure SP server is being downloaded uh, or don't, uh, don't need to do anything related to this. Right, right. And Calva is the extension for the VS Code editor. And um, which other editors use LSP? Are you aware or? Yeah, there, there are a lot. The most common are probably um, Calva mm -hmm. for VS Code, uh, LSP mode for Emacs. There are uh, Cockvin for Vim or mm -hmm. NeoVim mm -hmm. as well. Uh, for IntelliJ users, there is a open source plugin called uh, IntelliJ LSP, which makes makes it possible to connect with any LSP server in IntelliJ. Mm -hmm. And other editors like Sublime, Atom, and things. And mm -hmm. I think they all work, but it's not usual to see users using. Uh, actually, I didn't see any user using Atom with Clojure SP, but it would be something cool, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and like maybe this is a bit backwards, but how did you even get started with this project? What make you like tick about the LSP itself? When I started working at Newbank, I started started studying Emacs together. So um, 
I didn't understand that I would need to install or know about those things. Mm -hmm. So I just started searching and asking LSP mode people and other Emacs users how um, how should what tools do I need to code with Clojure? Mm -hmm. And they 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 were just saying, oh, you can use Cider for Apple, and that's it. And mm -hmm. um, Cider is a really good um, really good package. It's something I can uh, live without it today. But I I I came, I came from Java from mm -hmm. Eclipse actually, so mm -hmm. I was just missing features from LSP. I didn't know what was LSP, but I, I knew I was missing features like go easily and go easily to the definition without a raffle or mm -hmm. more information on my buffer about the, uh, the code itself, like linting mm -hmm. stuff and things like that. And then I found the LSP and I started, started uh, studying and found the Clojure LSP project. So I, I am not the creator of the project, but I started working and improving and creating new features after I found the project. So mm -hmm. it, it was something cool. Cool. Um, so if I if I use LSP or if I use Clojure LSP, what would be the channels I can get some help? Um, I'm available via Slack on the Clojure and Slack. So uh, that is the LSP channel. So probably is the most common way for reaching via the community closures. Yeah. Or you can just uh, open an issue, a question, or something like that that will will work too. On the GitHub repo of closure. Yes, yeah. mm -hmm. the GitHub repo closure LSP. So what are the specific um, closure LSP things? All right, um, we have uh, actually there is a page on the Clojure SP webpage called features where you can find all the features, but main uh, the, the main features are features that are mandatory for uh, LSP, like find the references of a function of mm -hmm. a variable, find a definition of a function or variable. Um, completion is not mandatory, but it's something that probably all languages uh, have today. Mm -hmm. There are there is the reference code lanes. It's something more specific for closure, where you where closure SP shows at the end of the function or above the function how many users of this function mm -hmm. there there are, um, right. and, and a lot of features like um, code actions. That is probably the, my favorite one, which you can. Uh, code actions. Okay. This one, that? yeah, this one is something the server can decide what would be. So the server can return, oh, for this line, uh, we have three code actions that are cycle the privacy of this function, um, extract this variable to another function, uh -huh. or just refactor this code and move everything to a thread last or thread first, for example. Mm -hmm. So the server analyzes the, the, the code and the line, the position of the cursor 
that mm -hmm. the client sends to the server and yeah. it knows uh, what actions the user can call. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you mention completion, code completion, this is the LSP also understands the whole core library. So it will, if you start to type, it will give you the names of different functions and that you can call. After CloreSP analyzes the code, it has all the analysis from Condo. So it knows what namespaces are available, what functions, keywords, um, and things like that. I think we just don't have Java classes yet, but it's something we are work working. Um, but there are some namespaces like Closure Core, Closure Script Core, Mm -hmm. that are built-in on ClojureSP, so we don't need any analysis. We just return some mm -hmm. built-in cache stuff. I see. Mm -hmm. uh, what else will be there for Clojure-specific things that uh, maybe you like or that you notice that people like that is worth to mention? Yeah, there, there are some features that are not from, that are not core of the LSP, but are really cool to know. There are not too many people that know about it, but there are the semantic tokens feature, which is Microsoft uh, saw a way of creating um, some, kind, some kind of standard where the server can say what, it, what this token means. Like when I see... Um, um, let me see, uh, adfn, what, uh, what this is for mm -hmm. the client and say, uh, for example, close SP, CDs and say that is a macro. So mm -hmm. the client can apply some kind of highlighting or another color for macros, right? So the server can actually uh, return all the, these tokens and the client can apply the highlighting. And today, most editors have the have highlight uh, for a language, but there are things that there is no way a uh, editor knows without some kind of analysis or static analysis. For mm -hmm. example, if you have some thread list and have a macro call, or actually it doesn't need to be in a thread list. If you have a macro call, there is no way the editor knows this is a macro. Um, unless for common macro like uh, the core stuff, but uh, with ClojureSP, there is a way to get that analysis and know that this is a macro, so it can return the semantic token and the editor apply the same color of other macros that uh, it knows. Um, besides the semantic tokens, I think there is another one cool that is the uh, Kawiarchy feature. So Kawiarchy, it's something I was using on Eclipse for Java some mm -hmm. years ago. It's as it's it's a feature where you can see the whole call hierarchy of a function or a var. So all the calls mm -hmm. of the the functions uh, until reach the your current point. So you can see uh, the incoming call hierarchy and the outgoing. So this mm -hmm. function, uh, for example, the outgoing, I could hover over a function and see all the functions that this function is calling, right? 
mm-hmm. and see the whole tree hierarchy. This is something really cool, and that mm-hmm. works with ClojureSP. So, like, how all of this interaction with ClojureSP is hooked up to a REPL itself? All right. Uh, this is something people ask all the time. So, they ask, should I stop using CIDR and start using ClojureSP? Should I just use CIDR? CIDR is older and more re- reliable. Uh, mm-hmm. There are is there any conflicts between the two? So I think the Clojure community started uh, some years ago without the LSP. So they found uh, that they could add some features uh, from the REPL and this is really cool. So for example, if you have today, the if you use CIDR today, you probably have a lot uh, of features that ClojureSP has like find definitions, find your reference and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I see this, um, I see a difference between the these two that are some things are better or easier uh, with static analysis and other with runtime analysis, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we say, when we see LSP, we are, we are saying about static analysis and the REPL is runtime analysis. So things like go to definition, find your reference are, are things that working work very well with static analysis along with another other features like code lenses and code actions related with refactoring your code. Those are things that work really well, but there are other things like um, Running tests, for example, uh, there are LSP servers that actually adds this functionality. But um, for closure, this is something really, really coupled with the repo, right? So when you say I just need to evolve this, you are saying that you need you need a repo, right? Mm-hmm. So things like evo- uh, evaluating my code or running a test, this is something that you need your REPL and it's fine. You can you can use your REPL. You don't need to um, use only SP. You, you can actually use both. So mm-hmm. when I work on my... Uh, when I work, I'm always using both. Um, I just use the REPL when I need to about something or running a test. So it's something that works. You will probably have some conflicts, um, like find the definition. You need to enable the feature that you want. So you, if you need to use the find definition for LSP, you don't need to. You you need to remove or disable the feature for CIDR, for example. So these conflicts are uh, there are not too many conflicts, but there are mm-hmm. some of them. But it's simple as this. So, were would there be anything else when it comes to LSP worth talking about? Like, how how do you see this as a project maintainer? I think uh, Clojure LSP it's a really really big project that uh, has a lot of features, but there are a lot of more features I want to improve mm-hmm. and add. So, um, I want to work on, I'm working actually this month on 
the database that Code has been used behind the scenes. So it uh, today it uses SQLite, SQLite, and we we have an idea of using uh, data living for saving the cache that will be faster and we'll have um, better compatibility with GraalVM that could has been used for uh, uh, a faster binary for user. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, beside that, I want to include another code action. So code action are, are uh, is something that um, we can think a lot of features like cleaning your namespace, uh, refactor your code, moving a function to another um, namespace, um, code lenses are other features that we can think on more mm -hmm. features like uh, showing all the users of a namespace or how many tests I have for this function. So I see there are a lot of features we can add to CloudRSP. Um, and probably we can think on the, another uh, another feature that maybe in a feature we can have that is the debugging with closure. So this is something it's, a, it's actually huge, but uh, there is another protocol for for this that is the the bug adapter protocol, but probably another episode for just that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's cool. my my vision. Right, and if um, if there's someone interested in helping out with closure LSP and uh, is what would what kind of support you're looking for and how could people contribute? We we have the closure LSP totally open source. Uh, at GitHub, so there is the ClojureSP repository. You can open issues there. You can ask questions. If you want to open pull requests or discuss new features, you can reach via the Clojureans Slack. Mm -hmm. That is the LSP channel. Um, or you can support us via Open Collective or GitHub sponsor. Mm -hmm. This would help a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, that's absolutely it. cool all right eric uh well thank you so much for taking the time uh, and talking about closure lsp and of course doing all of the work that goes behind it yeah thank you for taking the time no problem thank you yes thank for okay. the opportunity it was a really cool conversation thank you thanks for listening if you like this podcast consider supporting it by rating on the platform you're listening to sharing with others and supporting directly by buying some video courses and learning ClojureScript and Clojure. You can check out the courses at jacekshe.com. That is J-A-C-K-S-C-H-A-E.com. Thanks.